restaurateurs. Welcome to the Restaurant Engine Podcast, episode number three. It's the show where restaurant owners come to share their story of how they've built their business. Whether your restaurant is well-established or you're opening a restaurant for the first time, you're in the right place. Today, my guest is Greer Fredericks, owner of Mama's Boy's Southern Table and Refuge in Norwalk, Connecticut. Tune into the whole interview and you'll hear why Mama's Boy was a lifelong research project for Greer and how it finally all came together one year ago. The unique ways Greer keeps her customers loyal and feeling appreciated. Why creating the ambiance for Mama's Boy has been a labor of love and how it has contributed to such success. By the way, this show is brought to you by Restaurant Engine. We help restaurants get a professionally designed website the easy way. Every restaurant we work with gets a fully mobile-friendly website, optimized for search engines, and access to the best customer support in the industry. Upgrade to our plan with online ordering, and you can see up to a 25% increase in sales. Come check us out at restaurantengine.com. Now let's talk to Greer. Welcome to our podcast, Greer. Tell us who you are and about your restaurant, Mama's Boy. Thanks. Um, My name is Greer Fredericks. I'm located in South Norwalk, Connecticut, and uh, I am a partner in a restaurant called Mama's Boy Southern Table and Refuge, and it's a low country uh, cuisine, a little bit refined, farm to table, and uh, we utilize as many farms as we can on the eastern seaboard from Georgia all the way up to uh, upstate New York. Wow, fantastic. Um, And when you opened, were you aware of any other country cuisine restaurants there currently or in the past in that area? Not in this area, and that was uh, pretty much why I was attracted to the area, to open up something like that, um, because it really is one of its kind. Yeah, definitely. Um, and how did you decide on the specific location for Mama's Boy? What what made it an attractive location for the restaurant? Uh, it's kind of the trifecta. It was a great location. It was the building was beautiful. It's across the street from a well known aquarium in South Norwalk. Here, it's on the harbor and it's attached to a six story parking garage. So. All that together makes a makes a decent recipe for you know a, be, a good beginning. Yeah, definitely. And um, so you opened. Um, you recently celebrated your one year anniversary, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great, fantastic. It flew by too. Yeah. And what did you um, do to mark the occasion? Uh, we had a a large party and. Um, we just reached out to everybody on our database and invited them down for some cocktails and hors d'oeuvres. And on that night, ironically, we were um, featured on the Cooking Channel slash Food Network under G. Garvin's show under his uh, uh, season premiere of Road Road Trip. Awesome. So that was really fun, and we aired that uh, throughout the night. And um, it was just it was just a great celebratory evening. It was fantastic. Wow, it sounds amazing. Um, and what, you know, originally would you say led you to decide to open and own your own restaurant? Had you owned any restaurant in the past, or um, was this the first one? Well, ironically, this was, this is pretty much my first one. I was a working partner at one in Pound Ridge called North Star, which is fantastic, little village um, 
type mom and pop type place. Um, but this this is really kind of close to my heart. I had the idea of this probably at, when I was a teenager, yeah. and then did start putting pen to paper until I was like in my early twenties. Uh-huh. And it, it, you know, as the years go by, it morphs into different uh, creatures. And with the location, it morphed into Mama's Boy. But the original concept, which is about 15 years old, was a lot smaller, uh, um, a lot more, had a little bit more grit to it, if you would. And Mama's Boy is a little bit more refined, and um, I would say we watched our manners a little bit more closely here at Mama's Boy. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's it's definitely, it was something that's been in the making for a long time, and it's all about location, timing, you know, your leases need to make sense and partners and finances need to be in order. And everything just came about finally, very organically and smoothly. And the parties made sense. The, you know, the people, everything, it just happened very quickly. Yeah. You got the right team together and it just took yeah. off. Yep. Exactly. Great. Um, and so what would you say that Mama's Boy is best known for in the community? Oh, my gosh. That's tough. Um, well, it's a unique menu because there is nothing like it. Yeah. Um, Looks-wise, it's gorgeous. I mean, it, it just looks very comfortable. It's a large space, but we've managed to make it quite comfortable and cozy. And that mm-hmm. was, you know, the whole point of it, too. I didn't want people to feel uncomfortable in a large industrial space. Yeah. So it was really bringing that that industrial look and making it also um, a bit comfy and cozy with wood and... Um, Yeah, yeah. I I have noticed um, the decor that you've chosen for Mm -hmm. Mama's Boy. Everything is just so unique Uh, and perfect for the setting. Yeah. So I guess besides the menu, I mean, there's certain things, staple items that we have, signature items on the menu that that people love and they keep coming back for. The looks of it is very different. It's not. It's 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 unique. I mean, the whole space is built out of an old water tower. Um, and then part of the kitchen is built out of an old tobacco barn. Um, the tables are all hand, hand built and it's just, it's just got a, it's got a really cool, unique vibe to it. There's a lot of heart behind it. And I think that's what people feel. And I think we also pride ourselves on the fact that we have like a Southern hospitality. Um, it's not only the looks of the South, but it's also a feel and a vibe and we, we practice our manners and, um, we ha- it's kind of shows in our attitudes, you know, everybody gets a hug and it's a very <laughs> friendly, loving place. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And as far as the menu items and specials, I know you have so many, um, what are some of the ones that, I, that you well, love? Well, the shrimp and grits are our signature. Uh-huh. Um, definitely, uh, the, the chicken and waffles, which we call the little yard bird. Um, that's a, a fantastic seller. And because we're seasonal, we do change it up a lot. But those those two items, we they remain on the menu. We have these amazing cakes. They're, you know, six to eight inches tall. They're huge, monstrous slices, which, you know, they're conversation pieces. <laughs> yeah. So they're calling all over the place for our, our coconut cake, which was featured on that uh, 
G. Garvin show. Uh-huh. And uh, I just have to figure out how we're going to ship ship things nationally now. Wow, that's yeah, that's that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I noticed. You know, I mean, you offer everything southern under the sun. It seems like donuts, honeycomb with grilled bread, the classic cakes, um, chocolate pecan pie, and all your cocktails and cordials, and even you have a, a pretty elaborate kids menu. Um, yep. So how do you manage um, such an extensive menu when you are changing that? Do you have any strategies for that? Uh, well, you know, I think it's you've, you've got to kind of try to use a, a product as much as you can. You know, you've got to you've got to utilize it. So now it's it's the peaches are in season. So not only are we going to do a peach salsa, maybe you put peaches in salads, and maybe there's somehow we're trying to figure out. You know, let's add it to a drink now. Yeah. And just had a conversation about our house-made uh, ice creams, and let's throw, you know, not only peach ice cream, but let's do like a uh, a grilled peach ice cream. You know, it's just mm. utilizing that case of peaches as much as best as we can. Right, right. Um, and I also noticed on your website that you list a number of the local farms that you source from. Yep. Um, among other items, olives, eggs, grass-fed beef, dairy, etc. Um, so I, I have to assume that locally sourced ingredients are very important to your restaurant? Yeah. Um, were there any it's challenges? It's not even to our that? restaurant. It's just to the community, too. I mean, you've got to we, we, you got to, without the farmers, what, we have nothing. Right, so right. It's that simple. <laughs> yeah. Were you there? know, um, so there are challenges because, you know, we are in the Northeast, Mm-hmm. And products are a little bit more difficult to get when you're talking January and February, and um, they it's harder to source. Sometimes it's harder to bring things over state lines, mm-hmm. and it, it's costly. And you know, I would love, love, love to get oysters from from the Carolinas right now, but it's a little difficult. Right. So right. you have to kind of bend your menu a little bit and work with what you've got and what's what's at our arm's distance, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's a great standard to uphold, though, for sure. Yeah. Um, and now, um, I read that also the one of mo- the most popular times for Mama's Boy is your Sunday brunch. Oh, my gosh, so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. It's exactly how I envisioned it going. I love Sunday brunch. I love going out and, you know, spending a few hours with friends or family and, and having drinks and awesome big pancakes and bennies and um, bottomless mimosas and uh, it's exactly how I envisioned it and it's um, a great day here there's high energy there's really no difference from a Saturday night to Sunday brunch mm-hmm. um, and it kind of loops back around to the original small idea of what I wanted was this like you know original juke joint um, where, you know, they're known, juke joints are always known to, like, be the, the party to go to on Saturday night, mm-hmm. but they never stop till Sunday morning, and they would roll out of the juke joint, you know, Sunday morning and head right to church. <laughs> and that's kind of like the vibe here. So it's it's just on a different, a little bit more of an upscale yeah. level, but it's, it's there's no difference. And I love the fact that, you know, it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon and we have live music playing and the, and the bloodies and the mimosas are flowing and there's just a good good energy about it. Yeah. Yeah, so this was basically a, a strategic goal that you had from the beginning to to have the Sunday brunch be a big part of your business. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And you and just focused on it. 
mm-hmm. just honed in on it and focused and promoted and, you know, worked on the menu and listened to feedback from guests and what works and what doesn't work and what hours worked, what, you know, what worked for the kitchen, what worked for the staff. There's right. a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, factors that go into it. Right. And uh, the live music, as you mentioned, um, was that also from the very beginning to have the live music? Yep. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. Um, Definitely. And uh, you've recently been featured in the New York Times, as you said, the Cooking Channel, Chilled Magazine, among a lot of other high-profile press outlets. Um, how do you feel these opportunities came about, and how have they improved your visibility? How do I think? Well. Without the internet, uh, you know, the internet is amazing. I, I, I don't know how the New York Times found us. I think that it's just, you know, word out on the street, you know, the local writer, I think, is aware of who's coming and going. Mm-hmm. I would assume, so I'm not quite sure about that. But the uh, Cooking Channel folks, I know for a fact that they Googled uh, Southern Cuisine in Connecticut. They knew that they were going to do a show in and around this area, and they. Um, his whole show is all based on finding Southern cuisine throughout the United States. Right. So I knew that they wanted to do in Connecticut, and I think they just Googled and they found us, and then they came and scouted it, and uh, they they just they dug it right away, and they got it. And, awesome. Yeah. So without the internet, that's 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 key. Yeah, <laughs> social media, marketing, Googling, Yelp, all of it, TripAdvisor, right. uh, Open Table. It's just so key. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, uh, you know, so that's, so as far as marketing, um, your restaurant is very active on social media. Um, and with your search engine results, that's really important. How, how do you go about marketing a restaurant in, in more traditional ways? In more more traditional ways, did yeah. you say? Yeah, in in the you know throughout the community without the use of the internet. Well, here's something that that I've always done and that I continue to do. So um, you know, we we obviously the internet and handhelds and uh, Facebooking, IMing, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. But I uh, pride myself on writing thank you notes or a little, little popping a, a letter in the mail to somebody, thanks for coming in, thanks oh, for popping in, you know. And I, I um, also give my staff business cards. So uh-huh. I don't want to ever lose that connection between, you know, each other. Yeah. And I think that that's really special. You know, think about if you were to get a little note in the mail, when was the last time you got a little letter, you know, yeah. just because. And it feels really good, and it and it's, you know, it's, it's something I enjoy too, so it works. Yeah, yeah. It you means, know, it takes it a little a extra more. time, <laughs> <laughs> and I know we live in this world where there's not enough time for anything, right? Right. But it's it's like so worth it. You know, take the two minutes out and write a thank you note, or or we miss you. Where have you been? Hope you're okay. Yeah. And so I continuously collect addresses and um, will always send that card out. I think that helps. Yeah, those are those are great ideas. That definitely is a special thing nowadays, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, when you got started with Mama's Boy, once you decided that you wanted, well, once you decided to go forward with this idea that you'd had for a long time, um, what were some of the very first steps that you took to 
make your dream come true? Oh, gosh, that's tough. Um, well, to which level? Like, you know, physically opening up the, the space or, you know, when I first had the thought of, you know... Um, you know, anything that stands out for you in terms of um, something that presented unique challenges or, um, you know... Well, personally, I did tons of, of uh, research. Uh-huh. I just did, I mean, collectively, probably years and years of research. Wow. So I had this business plan, and it was my little Bible. And then as, you know, time grew or I, I found out more information about a certain thing or a certain product, I either added it to this business plan or... Um, took it away. Mm-hmm. So after 12 years of it, you know, and I'm not saying religiously it was daily I put I was working on this. I mean, it was you put it on the back burner, you come back to it, you know, it deals are on the table, they fall through. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, at after 12 years to 13 years of this really trying to happen, I was ready to go because I had 12 years of just constantly, you know, revisiting it, adding to this to this business plan, this concept, you know, so it wasn't, it it was all in my head. So the Mm -hmm. day when we signed the lease on this space, it was, I was ready to go. I I knew that, you know, this, this paint color would go and all Mm -hmm. that stuff came, came together real fast, but I was, I was prepared, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I did. I had done the research, wow. and I had known the product and the area of you know what would work from this concept and what wouldn't. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely it does. That's great. Um, and so, when you did open, um, how did you find your very first customers, or how did they find you? I think social media mm-hmm. played a huge, huge part. Um, word of mouth, mm-hmm. and we just kind of rode that wave to start. You know, I was really involved with the Chamber of Commerce, and they came down, and the mayor came down, and we cut the ribbon. And you know, you, you have to reach out to your community; they're here for they're here for you. Yeah. So um, that was really it. I mean, I reached out to all of our neighbors, and um, before we opened, I reached out to um, a ton of the apartment buildings and condos, and invited them down for for a complimentary drink and come check us out. And, um, it just, you know, you have to start somewhere. You have to establish your relationship somewhere in the community. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all great, great ideas. Um, and so were there any lessons that you feel you learned the hard way? Um, even though you were so prepared to do this, is there anything that you might've done differently looking back? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had a six month base beat strapped to my back when I was, uh, building the place out. So, uh-huh. um, I, I don't know, maybe I would have waited till he was a year old. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's good. But so no, no, you just, you have to be relentless. You have to be fearless. You have to dive in and, uh, you know, you just n- not, no negative, no yeah. time for negative. And, you know, it's a, it's a scary thing. It's a, it's a tough business. And, um, you know, you just, you can't let, the negative gets you down or get in your way or doubt yourself. You just have to keep, you know, pushing forward. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably good you got started when you did, and now your baby, is, he's, he's old now. He's about one and a half or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yep. you can enjoy the, the, some of the foods that you're making. Yep. Um, 
And so do you have any advice for a first-time restaurant owner that is eager to open their first restaurant? Um, I think just what we, what we were just hitting on lastly, like just keep your head down, stay focused, you know, yeah. work smart and efficiently and always have a backup plan, always have a plan B, stuff always breaks, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> stuff you always run out of something. So that, that goes back into making friends with your neighbors. You know, you might have to borrow some, some sugar. You never yeah. know. Yeah. So you got to be nice to your neighbors and, you know, just it's, it's hard. It's, it's not going, most likely will not happen in your first six months, but it, it, there's potential. If you make it past a year, there's a lot of potential for you to be successful. Yeah. And it's it's all the test of getting there from, from month month one to month twelve. Right, right. Yep, which you, you just know, which you just passed, which is awesome. Yeah. 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 Um and so do you think there were um any specific changes or decisions that you made along the way that, that made the biggest difference for you with sales and your success? Mm. Or is it just sort no. of cumulative? Yeah, it's cute. It is. It's it, there's nothing specific. I mean, you just can't. You cannot plan for things. Things happen. So you just, you know, your sales might be be going great, but, but you didn't plan on the, um, you know, the 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 fridge to die. So mm-hmm. all your, you know, you just <laughs> you can't plan for these things. Right. Right. Um, and so. You know, like you said, you, you've done a lot of research and, and you did a lot of research before you opened. Um, what are some of the ways that you keep informed either online or through trade publications on um, management or ownership of your restaurant? All of them. Yeah. I sign up for I sign up for tons of, of blogs and emails and um, websites that, you know, they, they ask to get on your mailing list. Um, I'm on all of them. It, you know, it, whether it could be a, a specific bourbon, you know, that I'm on their mailing list and they send out their weekly or their quarterly little blog or their newsletter. It's, it, you could get a great recipe from it. You, it could be a picture that I see off of it. You know, it just sparks creativity and sparks an idea, and you run with it. Yeah. So I I am on you know I, I spend a good part of my morning reading all of those emails and those in those newsletters. I mean, literally from Garden and Gun to <laughs> Deep South Magazine to Martha Stewart to yeah. Bourbon Review. Um, you know, there's just a ton of them, and then I'm constant. I, I'm also reading the the music websites because I think music and food they go hand in hand and, and what's trendy and what's trending and um Yeah. Yeah, I mean I would think, you know, so much of um so much of those types of magazines, um, publications are visual as well. And um going totally. back to the decor and the look of Mama's Boy, yeah. I think people will have to go to your website or to your restaurant to truly believe the attention to detail that you've accomplished there. I mean Yeah. How did you, was that something that, that you had the most hand in or did you, um, did you and a designer go about the process together of collecting those items and, and decorating? Tell me more no, about that. No, I, that's the great thing about Mama's Boy is that we did not, um, we didn't hire a designer and we didn't hire a contractor. So <laughs> it really is, when I say that there's a lot of heart in this, there's a lot of heart. So yeah. uh, when you walk through, you see a lot of my personal furniture, 
Yeah. <laughs> you, um, you know, we, we painted ourselves. I just, I have a natural eye for that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So I knew that uh, I wanted, you know, you have to, each each texture has to complement the next, you right. know. Right. So whether it's a, a wall coloring or it's the um, upholstery that, backs up against the wood that, you know, everything has to complement each other. And for some reason I have a, a natural, uh, I guess, talent for that. So I saved in that department for sure. Yeah. Um, because I know that you could spend a lot of money if you don't have that, that special eye. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, as far as your own, um, background with food and cooking, is that, is that something that you take a big part in um, as well, or um, do you leave that mostly to your to your top chefs? Um, I give them a lot of leeway. I kind of will say I put my two cents in. Uh, ultimately, I think I myself I have the final say, but I don't I don't throw that weight around. You know, I, I think, you know, it's peach season, so I really want to see peach salsa on our pork chop, uh-huh. and they'll put it on. And that's yeah. my two cents. And then, you know, obviously we're, we're all looking at the numbers every day and seeing, like, hey, this is selling. Let's, that's great. Let's keep that on for through the summer. This isn't selling. Should we change it? Should we take it off? You know, there's a lot of communication that way. Yeah. But for the most part, I definitely give um, our chef, Chaz, as much you know, creative run and go for it. You know, this is his menu. Um, and he, I think he, he counts on, on us in the front of the house to like, Hey, this is what people, this is the word out in the street. They're really enjoying this and they're loving that or not so big a fan of this, you know, and he depends on that just as much as we depend on him. So the communication between the front of the house and the back of the house is key. Um, but no, I think it's it's collectively we all put our two cents in, but that's his department. It's his menu, and um, we try to respect that. Yeah, yeah, it's a collaborative effort. Yeah, um, that's wonderful. And now um, your your website, um, how do you feel that that serves your business, or you know, um, do you get a lot of feedback and interaction through your site? I know you have a mailing list and and that sort of yeah. thing. Well, for, I love our website, and I get a ton of compliments on it. I think it's really easy to navigate. I think it's beautiful to look at. Um, I don't get a lot of, you know, I actually, I don't think I've ever gotten somebody saying that, you know, they don't under, they they can't read our web website or it's too confusing. It's, uh-huh. it's just, and that's very much what I'm, how I'm built. Yeah. <laughs> like I just want the facts uh-huh. and it, and, and give me the facts and make it, make it look good. And we're, we're good. Right. Right. So, um, and I think that's what that's what I was going for with our website. So, um, I'm glad people are, are grasping onto it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, and you know, as you said, that social media is a big part of your business from the beginning. Um, do you have any uh, thoughts on which social media networks get the best results for you? Everyone always wants to know about that. Uh, clearly Facebook. Um, but I'm starting to see a serious upswing in Instagram. Um, I think that there's, a lot more people on Instagram these days. It's really weird. It's mm-hmm. um, I've just in this last week have heard people say like, "Oh, I'm not on Facebook as much anymore. Hit me up on Instagram." So uh-huh. I'm, 
just when you you get comfortable with one, you've got to stay on top of the next. So yeah. um, those two, I think, are the are the reigning. Um, yeah. Twitter, tons of fun, and you have to stay on that too. But I I I don't know. I've, I've veering towards Instagram I, because it's still a visual. It's right there. Um, it's just just as social, I think, as Facebook. You know. Yeah. Um, so I guess. I guess it would be those three are the reigning. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, Facebook works really well with Instagram. And, um, you know, that makes it easy to use as well. Well, yeah, you tie them all in and, you know, you post post to one and then you can post to all three. And Yeah. Yeah, um, well, that's good. Um, I wanted to just, you know, say how much I wish that I lived on the East Coast to uh, uh-huh. visit your restaurant. Um, uh-huh. I was just truly amazed by the variety of menu items and um, desserts and just just people really just have to check out the full menu to even believe uh, everything that you do there. So congratulations. It's true. Thank yeah. you. What, what part of the West Coast are you in? Um, I'm in the, the Southern California, San Barbara area. Oh, well, you yeah. never know. Maybe there's a mama's boy coming to you. Oh, wonderful. Are you thinking about expanding? Are you, are you kidding? I'd love to. Yeah? Wonderful. Yeah. Well, that's the whole, that's, I think that's the, the ultimate goal. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, um, so I would, I would love to. You know, we bring the South to South Norwalk. Would love to bring the South to Southern Cal, right? Yeah, yeah, I would love that for sure. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we just want to thank you so much for coming out and um, and speaking with us. Um, where can our listeners find you and reach out to you if they have questions for you? Sure, uh, you can reach us. Look, look at look first. Find us on our our, our website, and that's mamasboyct.com. Um, emails are info at mamasboyct. Uh, and our phone number, 203-956-7171, and we're on all the social medias, and that's Mama's Boy CT at Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, um, all of those. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Greer, for joining You're us welcome. today. Thank you for Thanks for your time. And we'll definitely check back with, in with you and see how everything's going. It's going so well, so we appreciate it. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Well, I hope you enjoyed our interview with Greer. I know I did. For more episodes and articles with helpful advice to help you grow your restaurant business, check out our blog, restaurantengine.com blog. And be sure to sign up for one of our free courses, like our latest, Online Ordering 101. Again, that's available at restaurantengine.com blog. Thanks for tuning in, and see you next time.